Oh man, what a what a cool song. It is Bastille on Cliff Central. It is Friday, 9 o'clock. Thank you so much to uh, Gareth Cliff and the team back again on Monday for more Absolute Madness. Wow, Miss Cliff Central, she was pretty, pretty hot. Obviously, a lot of uh, gym sessions there as well. As we spoke about earlier, we are going to be speaking about gym, about exercise, about weight. Have you ever thought about going to the gym? Have you been in the gym? Are you part of the gym culture? Are you one of those bunnies or, or boots that chill at the gym and, you know, just hang out there and, and have a shake afterwards, you know, talk to all your friends? There's a lot of talking at gym and not much doing at gym. So we're going to be talking about all these things. And of course, we want to hear uh, your thoughts on it. Uh, 0861555189 or hit us up on Twitter at Yebo underscore Levy, L-E-V-Y or at cliffcentral.com. What are your moments? What are your most embarrassing moments at the gym? I've definitely had one or two, um, and I'm not a frequent user. Maybe that's exactly why I had them, but it was absolutely, it was, it was comical. It came out of a, it came out of a movie of some sort. So we want to hear your thoughts. It's Friday. We're keeping it light, locked. We're playing all sorts of cool gym music as well throughout the show. So check some of that stuff out as well. And we've got some really cool guests in. We've got uh, a fitness trainer um, who's pretty hardcore, even though she says she's not. Jocelyn Thompson. She'll be talking to us about the gym. Uh, we've also got Imtiaz Desai. He is basically the man when it comes to CrossFit in Johannesburg and South Africa. You just put in CrossFit South Africa and his name is all over the place. He is ripped. And uh, then we're going to be speaking to a guy who was named Fat Chase, but then lost all his fatness and now is just known as Chase. Uh, Carnison will be speaking to him a little bit later about his running culture and also how to lose that big weight. So stay tuned to to Cliff Central as we go through the moments. Uh, Justin Thompson, Imtiaz Desai, good morning to both of you. It's a, it's a pleasure to have both of you on here. Justin, we're going to start with you. You know, I always think to myself, what would be one of the worst jobs in the world? And I think it must be being a trainer. But you obviously disagree. Tell me a little bit about uh, how you got into to the gym world and, and being a trainer. Okay, well, thanks for having me, Andrew. Um, basically, my whole gym journey has been through a personal body journey. I also have gained and lost weight, I don't know how many times. And that's where I've created um, my body coach brand, which is sort of eating and gymming all together. And I think you've got the thing going on where it's like... Um, it's that classic thing where gyms are scary and it's going to be hard work and you know like yes. I, I don't fit I don't fit in and all that kind of thing which is and there's a culture definitely but I think also there's a lot of space for everybody to do what they need to do and uh, if I'm about anything it would be about that about optimal health and just bringing you in making you feel safe and making you feel like you could do it well it's so funny because you know I started looking at this this topic of gym and, and thought that maybe I'm the only one but there's a huge thing called gym intimidation oh. and like if you go <laughs> on Twitter it's fantastic you can check out gym intimidation and then find out all sorts of uh, all sorts of people who have this fear of going into the gym. And I mean, it is quite a scary place if you think about mm. it. Um, you, you walk in and you just hear that, that, that noise for the aerobic sector. <laughs> beep, 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 which uh, is like telling <laughs> everyone they've got to get off to this machine and get onto the next one. The rat race continues. And, um, and, and you've got all these people that are just like, Huge. I think you've got to remember one thing. They're so busy looking at themselves. <laughs> A whole bunch I, of narcissists. Yeah, okay, I was say, no one cares what you look like or what you're doing. You can come in there in your t-shirt and your, you know, your baggy pants, if that's how you feel comfortable, or you can come in with your tight, uh, the latest Lululemon type stuff. And uh, really, actually, they're so busy looking at themselves in the mirror, they really couldn't be bothered. I hate to tell you. <laughs> I know it's crushing. It's crushing it for is. ego. It really it is. Really is it but really they is. honestly aren't even looking. <laughs> All right. We're speaking about gym here on Cliff Central. It's Friday. It is a beautiful morning in South Africa. Uh, tell us your gym comments, your thoughts, uh, your experiences. Everyone's had them. That embarrassing moment where you walk into the gym and something happens or something that really irritates you at gym. 0861-555-189 or hit us up on Twitter and let us know your thoughts. We've got lots of comments coming through already uh, and I'll read out some of those as well. But I mean, Justin, the big thing is how do you start? I mean, I know that sounds like a, a really retarded question, but there are a lot of people that want to get into shape. It's summer now. You can see it's beautiful. And all the adverts keep telling us that, Flip, we need to get into shape. We need to be in a bikini. We need to have that 10 pack um, and we need it now. But you've got to start somewhere. The key for me is progression. You, everybody starts too hard, too fast. 
they get sick um, because your immune system takes a little bit of a dip and they think it has to be hard in order to work. So they're there for the first week, five hours a day and every single day at that. And then, of course, week two, they're nowhere to be found. So start slowly, start progressively. Of course, I would recommend getting a trainer. Any good trainer is going to um, make the workouts fun. They will progress you slowly. They'll make sure you strengthen your connective tissues like tendons and ligaments first before putting you under too much load. So ultimately, uh, that would be my um, my recommendation. And join a few classes, you know, something like CrossFit or whatever also just adds that other dimension into your workouts. Find something you like. It really doesn't have to be hell, honestly, despite what people say. Now, it's, it's amazing that we're, we're talking to a female gym trainer, not because they're not, there's no such thing as female gym trainers, but I have a big problem with the male gym trainers mm-hmm. that I see. And I'm just, I'm saying generally, some of them at the gym I go to, I can see the next time I go to gym, I'm going to get lynched <laughs> for saying all this stuff, like people just beating me down. But, but I often see like male gym trainers like standing behind these, these women and some of them are petite and some of them are, you know, a bit bigger and whatever the case. Is. And it honestly looks like they're sexually harassing them. They're like, no, no, you, you're doing it wrong. You, you need to do this, you know? And, and they're like, honestly, it feels like it's a sex show. Mm. I feel like I'm in Amsterdam. <laughs> do you feel that there's, there's, you know, <laughs> gym trainers are, <clears throat> there's a professionalism that might be lacking? Absolutely. And I mean, unfortunately in any industry, that is true. And, um, but we do, having said that, we do use touch a lot to get people to correct their form. And so there is a way to do it, um, which isn't without crossing the line. Being dodgy. Correct. Without being dodgy. And I think, um, it's very much, a, you know, an energy thing. You can sort of pick up immediately when somebody is crossing the line with their very hot, buxom, you know, um, client. <laughs> but I mean, and, and, and vice versa. I mean, there could be a really hot guy that I'm training that, you know, you have to be careful about crossing the line. And I mm. think that's where you want to still maintain that professionalism. There's no doubt. But I use, um, my hands and that a lot to help people get into the right position because for me form is everything I don't care how heavy you, you push as long as you can maintain your form so that's where I work from Okay, a lot of people talking on uh, Twitter at the moment, at Yebo underscore Levy. What are some of the most embarrassing uh, moments that you've had? Um, hit us up on Twitter, on WeChat. Uh, you can also give us a call if you've got a, a really fascinating story. Paloho says that the old naked men in the changing room. My goodness, <laughs> that is just not cool. If it has shrunk, cover up are his exact words. So, I mean, it is it is a, a strangely weird place because there is quite a bit of hygiene issues there. Like, how do you as a trainer make sure that that you're keeping you and your clients in the most safe and hygienic way when you when you're training them mm. uh, when i'm training them obviously we use sweat towels and they are always um hygienic sprays you know antiseptic sprays and i will wipe down equipment before i use it if if i see that there's a problem with the equipment mm. for my client and i encourage my clients to do the same you know after they they work out some people will just leave a treadmill absolutely revolting and i mean, I, I never understand it but it does happen um within the change room itself you know it's a difficult one i mean i do wear slops i have to say always oh, <laughs> and fungi, my gym is yeah, really fungi, clean yeah. my gym is really clean but you know you just want to you just want to make sure that you are keeping yourself um as hygienic as you can yeah so um maz 86 says the thing that makes people fear gym is because of the poor self-confidence that mm. that everyone seems to have i, I mean think. that that is quite a big thing isn't it you mm. because i mean like I'm not a bad, bad, in bad shape. Let me say that. But I go there and I freak out because there are people there that just look like they're, I don't know. Yes. From some from 300, the movie 300. They've just come yes. off the set, you know. Yes. And uh, and and it, it it is very intimidating, isn't it? It is very intimidating, and I think that's where you have to remember that a lot of those people are more into themselves than they are into anybody else. Um, I really believe that. I think the ones that look like that are probably the most um, obsessed with their own image in the mirror. But um, it's just to come in and find your comfort space. Again, a trainer helps because at least you've got a buddy. Or if you can't afford a trainer, get a buddy. Somebody who's going to train with you, meet you there. 
Um, and a very in very short space of time, you'll find your own little, your your own your niche. Little niche yeah. yeah, and you'll find it becomes another home away from home. All so. right, quarter past nine on Cliff Central on Friday. You, you hang out with me, Andrew Levy. We're talking about gym. We're talking about exercise. Uh, how are you getting fit this summer? Uh, Colin Atterbury on WeChat says, "I hate it when people reserve a machine by hanging their towel over it and then don't <laughs> use it for the next ten minutes." Well, this guy has got some serious issues. Can I pick up their towel and throw it in the trash? Or what is the proper etiquette? I mean, there is a lot of, of yes. gym etiquette, isn't there? Yes, there take, is. Take us through one or two things we should look out for. So that sort of reserving of machines is is a, is a problem. But generally, I find if you communicate with a person, you know, can I work with you or can I work in between you and that kind of thing, generally um, that goes down well. Every now and again, there's a bit of a drama. Somebody's ego gets in the way. And, uh yeah. It does happen, but um, you've got to be respectful of the fact that the gyms are busy, especially at peak time, and you can superset um, with another person, but just communicate with them. The trainers are really good at that, generally. We work together as a team, and we'll often work together and uh, you know use a couple of pieces of machinery like that. All right, mm. if you're worried about gym etiquette and you don't know what to do in a, in a gym because it is the most daunting place in the world, <laughs> um, at Yebo underscore Levy, L-E-V-Y, check out. We've just uh, posted Gym Etiquette 101. Uh, it was done by the Huffington Post. Really, really cool article. And we'll be taking your tweets, your WeChats, as well as your phone calls, 0861 Uh Imtis I'm going to bring you in here. Um, because you are the opposite of the gym, I suppose. You're the CrossFit, and everyone says CrossFit is like the newest thing that's that's hit the shores. It's um, it's like Uber, it's like um, Airbnb, it's CrossFit. It's it's the latest thing, and everyone thinks that they're doing CrossFit, but not many people are. How are you doing? Tell us a little bit about what CrossFit actually is. Oh, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show too. Um, CrossFit is a strength and conditioning program that. That, uh, that aims to develop as broad a fitness as possible, to put it simply. So we want our, our members and athletes to be strong, have good endurance, be agile, coordinated, um, have lots of speed and power too. Okay, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, we need to break that down a little bit because, because like, it's one thing to say that, but, but, and the thing is, is that everyone and all the trainers at the gyms, Justin, are very guilty of saying, nah, nah, yeah, I'm doing a bit of CrossFit stuff here. Yeah? I love my gym. Do you like my gym accent? Yeah, it's good. Huh? We love it. Yeah, no, we do. We love we're it. doing a bit of CrossFit, yeah, you know, and, and, and often that's the problem, right? Because CrossFit is so new and suddenly there's, there's a hundred people training CrossFit, but actually no one has the proper education and tools. Yeah. Agreed. Um, at the moment, the only places you can do CrossFit officially, I guess you could say, are at official CrossFit affiliate gyms. Um, they've come to be known uh, as boxes simply because that's the setup. It's a, it's a big box with lots of open floor space, um, and that would be the best place to be doing CrossFit. Uh, I, I don't think that you could be doing CrossFit as such um, in, a, in, a, in a normal gym environment just because of the equipment constraints and space constraints too. CrossFit is like uh, banting. People are religious <laughs> about it. If you're a CrossFitter, uh, do let us know. 0861555189. I promised you all sorts of gym music that would get you in the mood to go to gym, even though it is a Friday. Maybe you've been five times a week already, but and you're having your rest day. We'll be talking all about how many times is the right time to go to gym uh, as we go on. It, you're with Cliff Central. It is Friday. Good morning. I've been wandering the streets For days and days and days Going from a road to road Back to back Love is to love I am glad to pray But I believe
Lawrence and the Machines on Friday morning. Lover to lover. What a cool song. Put that in your earphones when you're going to gym. But we're talking uh, about gym, about exercise. I've got Imtiaz Desai. He is a, a CrossFit guru um, and, uh, and started CrossFit Josie. Imtiaz, where did this whole CrossFit thing come from? It's actually an American brand. Um, it was first launched online um, early 2000. I think 2000, 2001, the CrossFit.com domain was uh, was released and they started posting workouts on there. And then in around 2004, the first uh, affiliate gym um, became a part of, of CrossFit. And then from there, um, they started an affiliation process whereby you could apply for CrossFit affiliation, which allows you to, to brand yourself a CrossFit gym. And it's kind of just grown leaps and bounds since there. It is huge. I mean, you've got the CrossFit Games now, which is completely, completely different. It's like semi-professional slash professional. There's yeah, stadiums full of that kind of stuff now. Yeah, it's an annual sport and it's, it's grown phenomenally. Um, I mean, the price back now for men and women is a, it was about a quarter million US dollars. And the cool thing is that both the winning male and female won the same amount of money, which is probably yeah. a first in, in, in global sports. Yeah, it's definitely a, a moving trend, which is fantastic that they've started off on the right note. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of people that um, you know think they're doing CrossFit and actually aren't. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of gym trainers are saying, "Ah, like I I try and CrossFit." You know, I, I try and CrossFit, I, and I, I'm sorry, I have to do this accent, Joss. I know you don't speak <laughs> like that. It's just when I Those think of my trainers, boys, man. That's, your <laughs> voice. that's your voice right there. You know, eating chicken and rice. It's lacquer. Um, but but what is the difference between let's say CrossFit, cross training, calisthenics training, yeah. and um, and I suppose general aerobics? Yeah, well, that's a that's a tough one. If we look at cross training, the the goal of cross training is to get as much variety as possible, and that's essentially what we do in CrossFit too. But it's a lot more structured. So although the program is constantly changing there's a lot of structure to that change it's not so random um calisthenics uh, are body weight movements or gymnastics based movements where you're only controlling your own body weight and we use that quite a bit in in, in crossfit too um what is the other one aerobics aerobics is that just like the the <laughs> bad name of of you yeah. know when everyone thinks aerobics we're thinking headbands yeah, we're I, thinking I leotards that's going to be beautiful that's, that's going to be beautiful <laughs> Um, are there many places doing aerobics nowadays? Yes, we are. There you go. There you see, you've heard someone's feelings here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jocelyn is in a leotard Mondays, Thursdays, <laughs> and, and the Saturday leg warmers. Mondays, yeah. And leg warmers. Leg warmers, that's what I was missing. Absolutely. Yes, All right, yes. there we go. If I can just say, I think the big thing was, is that as, as I was saying in the break, is that we realized that uh, there are d- different components of fitness. And in the gym environment, we were only addressing a couple of the components of fitness. So people were still falling and hurting themselves later on in life. They'd been working in a very linear fashion in the gym. They'd only been working against gravitation, um, gravity or in a, you know, in, in the machines. And so we needed to mix things up and bring a more functional way of working the body in the way that the body actually works, mm. which is, you know, you might be lifting something out of your boot of your car and somebody calls you. So you're having to twist around. So it's that kind of thing that's been coming into fitness much, much more, whether it's in CrossFit or whether it's in, you know, aerobics classes or whatever it is. We always trainers. We are working to make somebody really fit mm. and really healthy, and and that I think is is the message that should come across. Interesting trends mm. going on. We're talking Jim mm. uh, here on Cliff Central. Twenty six minutes past nine. If you've just joined the show, welcome. Uh, I've got Jocelyn, uh, who is a gym trainer out at Melrose Arch, and uh, MTS Desai. He owns CrossFit Josie. Um, they're my guests this morning, talking all sorts of exercises uh, and what are the trends and how to get into it. We asked you on Twitter uh, and WeChat, what are the most embarrassing moments that you've had uh, at the gym? Uh, Claudia says on WeChat, besides fainting in a Pilates session, I've actually been asked to leave an aerobics class <laughs> because I had no cohort. When the trainer went left, I would go forward. And in the end, another attendee asked me to leave because uh, I was confusing her so much. I've uh, left the gym subsequently and now doing some boot camp stuff. Very, I mean, there, there are tons of these stories of embarrassing moments. I mean, let's talk to the professionals here. 
you you guys i mean you spend your life in the gym but Imtiaz, i'm sure you've been to a gym in at, at some my, stage uh, career started it started in the gym so what are yeah. the embarrassing moments that you've personally done or seen happen <laughs> in the gym i think uh, i think the most common ones i've seen in the gym are guys getting stuck under a bench press <laughs> really that's <laughs> yeah, probably the, probably the most common and uh and getting shot off the back of a treadmill. That was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> it's always hilarious. So, <laughs> Very funny. I hate Except to admit if it's this, you. I hate, Except if it's you. I hate to admit this, but that was my embarrassing moment. So I was just running in the gym watching some kind of rubbish sport, not focusing whatsoever. And I literally fell off the gym to the side, which was which was absolute. There's nothing worse than that moment when you fall off and you're like, oh, my God, is anyone watching? Mm, okay, and then I'm they rush gonna, to see if you're I'm just okay. I'm going to politely get back on this thing and keep going. Oh my god! But it, it is it is quite a, a weird a weird place. We've uh, just put some more information about CrossFit Josie. If you do want to find out a little bit more about it, their website and their Twitter handle is up there at Yevo underscore Levy. What are your moments? And also, what are the pet peeves when you go to the gym? What do you hate seeing when you go to the gym? We want to hear about them. We're going to talk about them as well. But there's a there's a lot of discussions, MTS, if I can just bring you in here on CrossFit and and the idea of a lot of people get injured during CrossFit training because they're trying to push themselves too much or because there's almost this feeling of how do you say embarrassment that they're not keeping up so they yeah, want to keep absolutely. up with their, their fellow you know, human and then and actually do huge damage to themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's common in in almost all all sports or extreme activities. Um, there's a tendency for for people to wanna 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 test their limits and boundaries. Um, one of the benefits of of good CrossFit gyms is that everything you do is under the guidance of a coach, and the coach should be the one reining you in when needed. And we're always gonna we're always gonna push you, but not beyond what you're truly capable of. So uh you know a lot of the a lot of the injury concerns are justified but I think if you're you're moving under the guidance of a of a good coach and a, and someone who has your best interests at mind you're going to be moving very very safely. So I read uh, an interesting article on um uh I think it was uh, New York Times about CrossFit and this thing called Jeepers, and you're gonna have Rhabdomyolysis. to. Exp- there you go. The <laughs> fact that you know that scares me. Okay, so uh, the rad rhabdomyolysis. Talk to me about what rabo, as the CrossFits <laughs> actually say, actually is. Rhabdomyolysis is a condition where the uh, muscle tissue breaks down under strenuous exercise, um, under strenuous exercise, and the uh, th- the fluids from Muscle leaks out into the blood, and when it does get into the blood, it affects your organs. Yeah, that's not good for your kidneys, not so right? Not good for the kidneys, yeah. And, and typically, the, the the signs, the the telltale signs are Coca-Cola looking pee, um, sore lower back, and, uh, and and general feelings of nausea and and uh, and discomfort. Um, it's actually very very rare in CrossFit, funny enough. And uh, I went through about five years of of graduate school. Um, ex- studying exercise science, and we went quite deep into physiology and, and, and anatomy, and not once did they touch on rhabdomyolysis. But in my CrossFit Level One course, it was something that was stressed on quite a bit. Um, so, it's one of, CrossFit's one of the few organisations actually teaching trainers about about rhabdo. So rhabdomyolysis. If you want, <laughs> if yeah. you want to see how to spell that word, <laughs> yeah. then uh, check it out. We've just posted a, a tweet on at Yebo underscore Levy L E V Y uh, about rhabdo and uh, the possible effects. Um, if you're pushing it too hard, you might want to check this article out because it is quite, it is you know potentially fatal yeah. uh, if you don't catch it uh, in time. Uh, we're talking gym butt uh, here on uh, Cliff Central. We've got Jocelyn. She's uh, an amazing uh, fitness trainer as well as MTS Desai. He is the guru in CrossFit training and we're going to be uh, talking to them just after this as well we promise you all sorts of gym songs that are keep you going while you're doing your training these guys are in south africa this evening they're playing in josie it's the rudimentals I've been waiting all night for 
YouTube to tell me what you want. Tell me, tell me that you need me. I've been waiting all night for you to, oh, oh, tell me what you want. Yeah. I've been waiting all night for you to tell me what you want. Tell me, tell me that you need me. I've been waiting all night for you to, oh, oh, tell me what you want. Yeah, want, yeah, want, yeah, want, yeah, want, yeah, want, 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 That you need me Tell me that you want me I've been waiting all night for you to tell me Absolutely love the song. What a cool Friday song. It is Rudimentals Waiting All Night featuring Ella Ira. Oh, and they are in Joburg. I cannot wait to see them. They'll be playing at Mary Fitzgerald Square uh, this evening. Hey, we're talking gym on cliffcentral.com with me, Andrew Levy. Welcome to it. If you have just joined us, 0861-555-189. Tell us your moments of embarrassment or the pet peeves that you have about gym. We've got Justin Thompson and Tiaz Desai in studio, uh, personal trainer and CrossFit owner, as as he'll call it. Guys, tell me, you know, pet peeves of gym. There's 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 quite a few amazing articles on what not to do and what are the things that irritate you. One of the things that kills me, okay, absolutely kills me. There's two. 
There's three. Okay, there's a few. There's a, there's a lot. Okay, but is um is the guys that that like scream like they're they're about to have the biggest orgasm ever. Um, at gym. I mean, you, you know those guys, don't you? Yes, I do. Just, can you do uh, like, <laughs> you know, like what is up with that? I've never understood that. Never understood that. Tell me a little bit about it, Justin. Like, is there a reason? Is there a place for this kind of stuff? Well, <laughs> I think the idea is that it's giving them a little bit more power. Um, but for me, it goes hand in hand with the training way too heavy and then slamming down the weights. You know, they can't even re- return the weights to their net. They just let go. And then it's 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 uh, really rather upsetting <laughs> because especially the equipment is getting damaged, but also it's just noisy and loud and uncalled for. You know, I really think that's that's I agree one of my pet peeves as well. The other one which I I, I just love it actually brightens my day in the gym is when you see guys go and it's mostly guys. I've never seen a girl do this, uh, but when you see guys go up to the mirror in a very public place, okay. And then, like, lift up their shirt just to check mm. out their abs, you <laughs> know? And tweak their pics. Yeah, but just checking the abs and pics, but, you know, like, I really, I mean, what the hell? I, I want to go up to someone and be like, dude, what are you doing right now? Like, what is it that you're doing? Fortunately, we don't have any, any mirrors in the gym. <laughs> most, most CrossFit gyms don't either. So, we don't expect Is there some it. kind of philosophy around that where you just, like, you, you want to burn and train people as much as possible and, and not... See them pass out in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One, um, we don't like people standing and checking themselves out in the mirror. <laughs> it's, it's a, would be a pet peeve of mine too. Um, but, uh, we, we prefer to have, have the coach teaching you how to move and you learning how to move as opposed to you trying to watch yourself move. But the mirrors are actually there They do have a function They really are there to watch form Uh, Once again, you know, I'm a stickler for that So it's it's if you're going to look at yourself in the mirror You should be looking at your execution of the exercise And that's Mm. the whole point that they're there They're not there from a vanity point of view Although they are getting used for that (laughs) Um, They're actually there to to see If if you're actually using the muscles you think you're using Mm. If you're doing triceps and you're swinging all over the place there's no ways your triceps are actually being engaged. So that is the point of the mirrors in their defense. All right. We posted a, a cool article about pet peeves. Uh, this girl uh, went around gyms in the States and, and said what her pet peeves were. Uh, we've also got some tweets. At Luisa Ferrello said, uh, funniest gym moment was during a, a class. It's, it's a capoeira class, I believe. And the coach was demonstrating a freeze. Um, which is a freezing movement, movement, I'm assuming, and accidentally slipped out a fart, which, which, <laughs> which must be quite embarrassing, I must say. Like, it's, it's interesting to see how people just have absolute, like, they lose themselves in this whole thing. Like, I was, we were talking about the social thing the other day. That, that's the other irritating thing. You've got like seven guys or girls sitting around one machine. None of them are actually doing anything on the machine, but they're just talking away, like, going at it, like, mad. I mean, is that isn't is that, I suppose that's encouraged because then you, at least you come to the gym. No, <laughs> I do not encourage that at all. She's Justin. Wow, well. <laughs> Justin is like the Mussolini of like gym. No, if I see people sitting around and not using the machine and they're just chatting, I'll interrupt and I'll say, "Excuse me, do you mind if we come in here?" You know, we. I'll just I'll interrupt. Um, I think that the place downstairs, the be the 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 cafes, those are the places for chatting. I think the machines, yes, of course. I mean, it's a gym environment. It's not a strict Nazi environment. But <laughs> at the same time, like you know, don't hog a machine while you're not actually using it. That's mm. a, that's a definitely a pet peeve of mine. There's no doubt. All right, on uh, WeChat, we've got uh, a lovely lady who's just got a smiley face as her username, and she says she does CrossFit in Port Elizabeth and absolutely loves it. Gym was always boring, and trainers were never around to help use the equipment there's more personal attention in crossfit and the different classes every day keep it interesting and motivating that's from rose um so a huge fan there of crossfit i think there is something to say about this kind of personal attention absolutely yeah you know the the hands-on work you get with the with the coach but i think a big thing is also happens to be that that community environment so this is where aerobics would be similar to crossfit crossfit's based on a group group class model um, and you come in and you do it with a bunch of buddies. You work hard during the class. Before class, after class is typically when you catch up, socialize, and have a yarn. Um, have a what? Have a oh, that's my kiwi coming out. <laughs> have a yarn. <laughs> have a yarn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is yeah. a yarn? Yeah, it's, a, it's kiwi for having a chat. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> yeah. all right. Yeah. 11, Eleven years there does it to you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's hope that's the only thing that 11 years did to you. Okay. The other thing we haven't spoken about is, is obviously running and um, getting onto the road. I think it's probably the cheapest form of, of getting in shape. One guy that uh, that did it all and, and got in shape is is a gentleman by the name of Chase Carnison, uh, known to his friends back in the day as Fat Chase, now just Chase. Um, he lost 44 kilograms in uh, in how long, Chase? Average, I've been serving on the show. Um, I lost 44 kg in about the space of just under two years. Under two years, okay. So you you were fat. Um, how much did you weigh exactly? Um, I mean, because it's so funny because I stopped weighing myself. It stopped becoming a goal of mine. But I started out with my heaviest. I mean, I'm a short dude. I'm like 172, and I was weighing in at about 110, 112 kg. She say, you know, like you always hear on rugby guys, now nah, there's that guy and he weighs in at 110 kilograms, 120. But I mean, that's all, that's all muscle and you were just fat, Chase. You were just all sorts of fat. But uh, tell us, when was the moment when you were just sitting at home and going, look, this is, this is the story. I need, I need to change something here. Look, I think that, I think the big thing with me was I had tried and failed before and it, it wasn't due to what I was doing or uh, the dedication or the initial drive, but I wasn't accountable to anybody. And, and, and you make yourself a lot of promises, and you never sort of follow through with them. And I kind of put it out on social networks and just out of the blue. I got tired of feeling the way I did. I got tired of getting up into the couch and making an awkward noise and being that guy who's putting on his shirt at the pool party and stuff like that. So I literally was in bed, and I put it out and said, I'm going to change my life, and I'm going to change my lifestyle. And the minute I felt accountable to someone else, I literally woke up with that same motivation, and it was an overnight sort of thing for me. Then... I mean, it, it is amazing, and we've, uh, we're getting some interesting tweets about it. It's talking about Chase Connison and, and your experience. We've just put a picture up of a before and after a fat Chase versus a thin Chase. It is, I must say, uh, Chase, I am absolutely amazed. I'm absolutely amazed, and congratulations to you, because it's not easy, isn't it? And, I mean, surely ju- during that process, there must have been times where you're like, stuff this, I'm out. I, I'm, I'm going back to eating pies. Look, I still have those moments. Um, I think that it's it's like it's, every single day is supposed to be a challenge. If you don't feel like you want to give up at some point throughout the training, whether it be CrossFit, swimming, running, whatever you choose to do, I feel if you don't feel like there's a moment where you can't keep going, then you're not doing it right. You either want something or you don't. And I think the biggest part of this, everyone talks about the percentages of training and eating, and it's all those things. I agree it is, but it's all a mental battle, and that's what you've got to do. You've got to fight yourself mentally every step of the way. So I think it, it continues to be a mental challenge, and I still have those days. I had one of those mornings this morning, um, and, and, and it's just something that you've got to push through and realize that if you just get through it, you realize you've got another whole bar to it. What is, what is the, you know, for people out there who are listening who are overweight, what what how do you get out of bed? How do you how do you make it happen for yourself? What's that that initial moment? You know, you were talking a little bit about like, you were tired of seeing yourself look like this. You were tired of being the fat guy at the party. But what is the actual first step? But the first part about it is admitting that there's a problem. A lot of people go under the guise of, and, and I'm not saying there aren't any sort of medical conditions and there are a few that bar you from being in kind of activity. But a large part of guys make excuses because it's, it's, it's scary. It's intimidating to change. Change is probably the scariest thing in the world. And I think if you just admit that, I mean, you have to realize that regardless of what discipline you do, you have all the tools you need to change your life. You have them now. I don't care what you weigh. I don't care what you get at if, if your hand up or whatever. You have all the tools you need. All you have to do is maybe just speak to somebody who's been through a process like this. And I think that's where we have a responsibility. Anyone who's achieved any kind of success, put yourself out there. So if you are overweight and you're looking to change and you do need the help, go out there and speak to someone. It's terrifying. I've been there, but trust me, it works. If you can just Go out and educate yourself and realize that you're capable of far beyond what you, what you know. Don't even set a goal of what weight you want to be at because it's going to be wrong. Go out there, motivate yourself to just try. And get past, give yourself two months of trying your best because after two months you start seeing results, that's going to be easy. You're not going to need anyone else to after that. Chase, you've uh, done some remarkable things. Uh, we're putting up a, a, an article a little bit about your road and uh, to, to fitness. You ran uh, the Two Oceans, the Ultra Marathon, which is 56 Ks. Absolutely incredible. I mean, this is a guy that was 120 kilograms, now running ultras. What is the next uh, step for, for Chase? Look, um, so, so a nice thing that happened, you know, I did this, I, had, I was kind of like really really intimidated by the whole process. So I did it all on my own. I didn't have a train or a dietitian. I did educate myself and I did reach out to people. But I ran alone. I did all those sort of things. And then I got in, obviously fell in love with running, something I never thought I'd be able to do. 
did all these races, and obviously the next goal beyond that is commerce, and that's something I want to do. I am going to unfortunately miss out on next year's commerce. Um, I think a big part of fitness, and, and, and this is where I disagree with a lot of people in sort of psychology, I think a big part of fitness and exercise and weight loss and all these things is, is you've got to change it up a bit. I'm all for trying different things. I don't think anyone's wrong or right. I just think if, depending on what you want, there's different ways of achieving that. So, yes, I do want to do commerce, but I have been focusing on doing um, a lot of gym work at the moment, along with running, um, and it's really working out for me. And that's sort of a goal is just transforming my body to, to sort of set the next level for myself and then go back into long distance. I am still competing at the sort of 21-42k mark, um, but for now, that's where I'm going to sit. All right. Chase Carnison, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing your story. It is amazing. Continue to inspire. If you uh, do want to see more from Chase, he always puts all sorts of weird things on his Twitter, at Chase Carnison. Check him out, um, and you can find his hashtags, tag your fit, tag your mother, tag everything. Chase, thank you so much for joining us on the show today, and uh, good luck with your journey. Guys, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. That was Chase Carnison, 42 kilograms lighter. What an incredible, incredible guy. We're carrying on our talk about a gym. If you've got some stories to share, let us know. We'll take your tweets. We'll take your WeChat after this. by Alex Clare. What a cool, cool song. We're talking gym. These are some of the songs that you should be putting in your iPod or in your ears when you're training. What a cool song. It's Friday, Cliff Central. My name is Andrew Levy. Welcome to it. We've got amazing guests. We've had some incredible stories uh, on WeChat. Cam says his biggest pet peeve of gym is when, guys, don't put the whites back, boots. You just can't put the whites back. Then I don't know where they are. 
You don't have that problem if you're just looking for the 2kg weights. They're all there, mm-hmm. Cam. They're all there. Uh, on Twitter, at Yebo underscore Levy, posting a whole bunch of cool things. Uh, Sean Gray says, I was pushing 115 kilograms before joining CrossFit last year, June. I'm currently at 94 and still going strong. Haters will always hate, though. Well done, Sean. That's sick, man. That's absolutely amazing. It is really hard to, to lose the weight. So... Um, congratulations to you and continue doing it. Uh, at Gilbert Pooley says, what advice do the guests have, uh, for helping me bench more than you? <laughs> okay, well, it's really easy to bench more than I do. Well, I think, I think, yeah, it's very easy to bench more, more than I do. But I mean, let's just say, you know, you've got people that want to get stronger. Uh, Justin, how, what kind of program are you putting them on? There's all those body for lives and what are you, what are you, what are you advocating for? So obviously, of course, then, as I said before, starting with strengthening your connective tissue. So if you haven't got strong, what does that mean? Tendons and ligaments. Ah, those okay, are the things. Okay, they are, they are very inflexible and they're actually giving you all the support. And if, if one of them rips or tears, you have to have it surgically fixed. It okay. does not repair itself. So you really want to make sure you're well prepared. So that preparation phase is absolutely vital. And then, you know, it's any, anything with any sport, you don't only train that sport in order to get fit for that sport. Mm. You actually want to do all different stuff. So you want to do body, body weight stuff. You want to do, um, stretching. You want to do flexibility, all of that kind of thing in order to be able to push more. Okay. One thing we haven't spoken about and, and I purposefully didn't ask you to speak about it was obviously, Obviously food, because mm. we, we spoke to Professor Tim Noakes and some of his haters and lovers last week. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, but obviously food makes a big part of, of staying healthy and, and pushing your body. The other one that, that interests me, and I'd love to get your thoughts on it, is the supplements thing. You know, everyone walks around the gym with those big container things <laughs> that look like they're just, you know, they're actually like they're going to the movies with the, the super-sized Coke. And they're like always shaking it like... <laughs> And then they drink, and it always looks a weird color, and and they're like, no supplements, boy. This this really what what do, you know? Mm. What is your belief and and thought process on supplements? Well, I'm a food first person always. I, I'm a clinical nutritionist as well, and I believe food is actually the, your medicine. So I think if you aren't supporting yourself properly with real good nutrition, you shouldn't even begin with the supplements. However, supplements can be useful, and also I mean those big shakers and that kind of thing. You know, you, the protein shakes. They're really to be able to um, for me. It's about eating on the run sometimes uh, because you haven't got a chance to sit down and actually have a full meal. But then it's the quality of that that you that you want to make sure that you you're getting. Um, spending your money, maybe a little bit more money on a on a better quality product, in my mind, is far better um, than just going into to Discam and sort of buying the biggest one you can find. Mm-hmm. And some of those are only half full, by the way. Most yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we agree. We've got a we've got a very similar rule at the gym is that you don't really deserve supplements until you've dialed in your nutrition, um, and. Supplements do play a role in there somewhere, depending on 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 your goals. I do think there is some sort of a some sort of an aura about the the shakers, <laughs> you know, a guy walking around. Join with the shakers, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, they do they do have their place, but uh, get your food right first. Saw a really interesting article in I think it was the Huffington Post. I've just posted online at Yebo underscore Levy L E V Y. Follow. There's lots of articles going on. We want to hear what you have to say. Check out what other people have said as well. Uh, there's this gym uh, happening in, in Miami and Los Angeles at the moment where you actually have to buy a Fitbit. Okay, To join the gym, you buy a Fitbit, and then you always have a trainer. And the trainer then downloads all your um, vitals, I think is the word, so they can see what you're doing all the time and whether you're being good or not. I mean, that's just absolutely nuts. I mean, <laughs> isn't that too far, Jocelyn? Well, it's a way to guarantee results, I guess. I mean, and some people are very information-driven, especially in this day and age. So, so some people respond to that very well. But what worries me there is that um, you've taken away some of the awareness of what's exactly going on in your body because some days you're hungry, some days you're not so hungry. What what exactly is going on with yourself? And I think that if you can get that out of your training and awareness of self, you've hit you've hit the jackpot. Quite I frankly, mean, it, it kind of changes the game when when 
You're walking like, how's it, Sarah? So, good night last night I saw her. Heart rate really went up at about 11.30. What were you up to? You know, we went at the gym. Um, we've got all sorts of, of cool articles. There's one about um, Vice magazine. I don't know if you guys have heard of Vice, but it's a really, really cool uh, website. They do all sorts of interesting documentaries, and they've done one on uh, Iceland and the world's strongest men and what they go through to to become that. You've got to check it out. I'm going to post it up online now. Um, guys, very quickly, before before we end the show, because uh, it, it does go too quickly, and everyone has so many questions about this. Where can we find more information from both of you? Justin, if we want to get in touch with you, what do we do? So I do have a website, www.bodycoach.co.za, and my Twitter handle is at bodycoach underscore Joss, J-O-S. J-O-S. Yes, so you can find me on there, um, and there's lots of information, and uh, you know, you'll find my contact details on there as well. MTS? Yeah, for us, it's, or for me, it's crossfitjosie.co.za. Um, you can get us on Twitter and Instagram too at uh, CrossFit Josie. All right, I'm going to put a picture of these two lovely people up on uh, uh, Twitter right now just to uh, show you what they look like, show you how ripped these guys are. Imtis, before you go, one of the biggest things about CrossFit is doing all sorts of acrobatic stuff. So I'm going to ask you to take your earphones off and do as many handstand push-ups as you can in <laughs> studio right now because that's how we end Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've missed any part of this and you are interested in gym and getting yourself right, you have to check out the podcast. Just go to www.cliffcentral.com. That wall right there, MTS, he's going to do as many handstand push-ups as he can uh, against a wall. This guy is ripped. He's absolutely ripped. So we're going to try out CrossFit. I said I would do it. I'm going to try it. I will let you know. Ladies and gentlemen, have yourself a lovely week. He's trying. He's trying. He's on three. He's on four. He's on five. Jeez. We don't have time to do this. He's going. He's on 10. He's, he's, he's battling. He's battling. Oh, he's down. 10. Have yourself a fantastic week, everybody. We'll see you next week, Friday. Ciao, ciao.